Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert, and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. Welcome to another week here at Secure the Insecure HQ. How are you? How have you been? I'm alright, thanks. Thanks for asking. So, I just want to put it out there again that we are on Instagram, Secure the Insecure Podcast. That is where you can find us. That is where you get to see all the old guests that we originally spoke to last year. Give them a little follow and a like. Listen to what they've got to say. There's about a 15 second snippet for you to listen to to hear their story. I call it a tease for you. I tease you with what they're saying so that you go and discover their episode on Secure the Insecure Podcast on iTunes. Let's put this into perspective. You've listened to their clip. You've seen that motivational quote. You've clicked follow on the Instagram account. Okay, so you're now following Secure the Insecure podcast, and you're following at Johnny Seafoot. You've done that. You then go onto the podcast app to listen to their episode. You might have listened to Lauren White right at the beginning talking about addictions. Liv Bentley about alopecia. You might have listened to Jordan Davies from the IB Weekender talking about the hospitality industry. You might have listened to E.L. Booker and Tal Booker. Go on to there. On the podcast app, there's a little area that says review. Give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. It's really important that you help spread the word that it's okay to not be okay. Now you've done both of that, you can listen to this week's episode. This week, I'm joined by Jessica Fine, 21 years old, who three years ago sadly lost her mum to cancer. It was all to do with the faulty BRCA gene, and Jess's mum never found out in time that she had that gene. Jess, though, now working for Myogenes, is helping to spread the word to get yourselves checked out. We speak about it so much. We've got charities like Copperfill that tell you to check yourselves, but you're still not doing it. I want to bring Jess into this conversation on today's episode of Security and Security to tell her story and why it is so important that you do check yourself. And if you do have that faulty BRCA gene, what can you do to help minimise that 
chance of you getting cancer. Jessica, welcome to Security and Skiff. Thank you so much for being here. Let's start with your story. Where would you like to begin? Hi, Johnny. Thank you so much for having me. I'd probably like to just begin from when my mum was first diagnosed with breast cancer. It was in 2014, towards the end of the year, and she noticed a very, very small lump in her breast. You know, within a week, she was at the doctor's, and they referred her to a specialist, and she found out she had primary breast cancer. So she went through months and months of intensive chemotherapy and radiation as well. And the cancer did go away, but unfortunately it returned again a year later in her lungs and then a year after that in her brain. It was about a year after her initial diagnosis and she found out that the cancer had been caused from a BRCA gene. We didn't really have any history of cancer in the family and didn't really have any knowledge about genetics at all. So this was all very new to us and it was very sort of, I mean, it was a massive shock. But we did our research and you know, looked into it. She had to really fight to be tested with the NHS and unfortunately she didn't qualify. So this was done through a private testing company to reveal that she did have the BRCA gene. What was she like as a mum to you? She was amazing. She was the most inspirational person you know I mean she just you know no matter what came her way no matter what battles she faced she would never talk about herself I could have a little paper cut and she'd care more about me and her children her husband and you know everyone around her more than herself she was really really selfless and she was just so positive I will always remember her just being the most positive woman amazing amazing woman just incredibly strong and you would never know she was going through what she went through because she always had a massive smile on her face and she just never let any negativity get her down. You were 17 years old when she passed. How did you cope with that? It was a week after I started university. It was all very hectic, stressful time anyway. And I remember just obviously going backwards and forwards. And I think, you know, even a few weeks before she passed away, we didn't know kind of how bad it was. And I think, you know, she'd be feeling very ill, but she would always try to sit downstairs with us. She'd always try to get out of bed and, you know, just try to be her best self around us. I didn't realise how well she was until she was admitted into to the hospice. And I think even then I was a bit in denial. I don't really remember the time too well because... I mean, my memory is quite fuzzy when I think about it. So when she actually passed away, I was actually at university because I had already said goodbye to her the week before. And I came home the next day and it's very fuzzy from my memory. And for a long time, I was quite scarred from seeing her so unwell. But I think now I remember her as really healthy and beautiful and happy. And I think those are the memories I keep with me now more then sort of the more horrible ones towards the end. Everything I do now, my outlook on life, my job, the way I go about my everyday, I think she is a massive influence on the person I am today. And she's just, she really has shaped a lot of, you know, the way I think about everything and the way I live my life, really. You know, she taught me to just appreciate everything. And if we have our health, we really can do so much. And that, yeah, just to really just keep positive all the lessons she taught me for being by my side no matter what even if I was being you know annoying if I was being difficult whatever it was she was 
there for me thick and thin through everything if I was upset about the girls at school she would just pick me up and take me out shopping and just make sure my happiness was everything to her I remember when I was seeing my GCSEs I was in the house a lot and I was quite stressed out and wanted to get out and every single day for two months she took me to the prep show around the corner and we sat at the same seat and got the same meal and it was just so she could spend all the time with me all she wanted was just to spend time with me and her family and just be there for us so I think it would just be mainly thank you for everything she taught me because I really miss her so then you go to Birmingham and you start your university experience which is all about the clubbing and going to stupid Tuesday and going to vaudeville <laughs> how did you balance the I need to start again and be a teenager and be a young student to I've just lost my mum and I'm around these people that I do not know and I can't confide in them and tell them what she means to me because they've never met her that I can't confide in them that I'm having a really hard time because they're all trying to celebrate being these independent students? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. I've actually never really been asked before. I think with me, when I'm around people and I'm happy, like that is, is a distraction, but I'm very, very happy when I'm with people. And then when I'm on my own, that's kind of when the thoughts will accumulate more. And I know that's the same for so many people. So I think that when I did get upset about my mum, it was mainly when I was on my own. So a lot of people, my uni friends and people I was living with, they probably didn't really see that side to me too often. I did keep it quite hidden. I did find it very hard to sort of be a normal teenager at uni and then also be sort of battling this overwhelming amount of grief and health anxiety from everything so overall I think I did everything to try and make it the best experience I could considering the situation I remember considering deferring the year and my mum said to me don't you dare I want you to go have the most incredible time you know she just pushed me and pushed me and made sure I didn't miss out on a moment of it I've Sort of tried to live my life as much as I can, as full as I can, because that's what she would have wanted. Every little message that was sent to me was the best thing for me at the time. I just really appreciated it. You then finish university and you get a job with Myogenes where you're paying back based on your mum's experience about getting yourself checked out to see if you've got that BRCA1 gene. It's the most amazing thing that I've ever seen. Seeing someone go through something so hard come out the other side and although they've gone through something just horrendous and unthinkable they're now trying to, to help other people so that they're not in the position that they were in what does myogene do and what does it mean to you um, so myogenes is a genetic testing company and the owner of it claire coverman is someone who actually was a really good friend of my mum's so i didn't actually realize it until i started working for myogenes but reason why so there's five tests that we do genetic testing and two of these look for hereditary cancer genes like BRCA and I only realized after starting that the reason why these two tests even exist in the company is because she had was so upset by my mom and her story and she wanted to make testing more affordable for people like her basically just to avoid that happening and to save lives so that's kind of part of the reason those tests were made was because of my mom and it does make me feel like the job was meant you know, meant to be and it was meant for me because I carried a bit of my mum with me through, the, through my work. We have two tests and they basically use saliva to look at someone carries these genes and we offer the pre-counselling and guide people and inform them through this process and then the doctor will give these results to the patient and then furthermore for, spe- you know, for specialist treatments such as surgery. So it's a really interesting job and I do feel like I'm very lucky to be working there. 
Well, you're giving back. You're doing what someone wasn't able to do for your mum, which is just incredible. You are also planning to have a double mastectomy and remove both your breasts to stop that faulty gene being found. Yes, yes. So I, I found out I was a BRCA carrier a few months before my mum passed away. So it was just after my 18th birthday. You know, I really just wanted to get tested as soon as possible. So I have known for years now that I am a BRCA1 carrier. And obviously I am only 21. So, I mean, the gene doesn't kick in until a woman is in her mid-30s. And then the risk of breast cancer can increase up to 90% and ovarian cancer by up to 60%. So it does really elevate the risk. And I feel very lucky that I have this knowledge at a young age because I can plan and I can inform myself of all the different procedures I can go through. And I just know that this will save my life. So I'm just very lucky to have this knowledge and I will get a double mastectomy probably within the next five years. Someone could wait longer, but I know I want to be proactive and get this done as soon as possible. So that's why I'm looking into different surgery options sort of over the next few years. How do you feel, though, being 21 years old and doing such a big change to your body where your breasts are still growing and to an extent can define you? I mean, I know it's a big operation. I have prepared myself for... And I think that to have a double yes, it's a very big procedure, but it's something that doesn't define me and it's something that will save my life and that is more important than anything else. And the new medical treatment out there is amazing and can pick your size. Surgeons are so skilled these days and amazing. So I just see it as a complex boob job, basically. And I'm trying to go about this and approach it in a really positive way rather than seeing it as, you know, this huge, life-changing surgery. What would be your advice to anyone who's in the same situation as you, who've lost a parent to cancer and questioning if they should have a double mastectomy or not? If someone knows that they are a carrier for a gene such as BRCA, it's a no question. I think they should definitely have it done because, I mean, your life is worth more than anything else and it will pretty much eliminate the risk completely of you know, a woman developing breast cancer or ovarian cancer. Once someone knows they are a carrier 100% and if someone has a history of cancer in the family, I would always say to them to go get tested because knowledge is power and that's something a mantra that my mum used to always say and it's something that I keep with me as well and I just think if you know then you can do something positive about it. So beautifully said Jessica, it really really is. And finally for those who are listening to the interview who have lost a parent, how do you think they should open up their conversation to their friends? As you said, you kind of isolated yourself away from having those conversations, but do you think that people should be more open to having those conversations? Does it help you talking about your mum, or does it actually put you back in a mindset of, this takes me back to when she was in her final weeks at the hospice? So I think it's a very personal matter that everyone thinks quite differently about. I know for me personally, it's always on my mind and it's something that, you know, like not always on my mind, but subconsciously, I'm always going to be thinking about it. There's little things in every day that will remind me of my mum. And it's something that maybe, you know, a few years ago I really struggled with, but now it won't upset me as much as it used to. And I can be upset for a few minutes and sort of move on with like, the rest of my day. I know that she's quite you know, with me. So I think that when people bring it up to me, it's not something that I suddenly get very upset and go into that place of grief. I like to talk about it, and it's something that 
they're not reminding me of it because it's some, because I'm already subconsciously thinking about it. You're working with Maya June at the moment to get these cancer kits spread and the word spread around about them. What do you want to do next? What's the big goal for you, Jessica, now? I think the big goal is to mainly raise awareness for this. Before any of this happened, I didn't know about genetics and really about cancer at all. So obviously I had to sort of be exposed to it in an unfortunate way. But it's something that I just want people of any age group, but it's something that I find, especially with my age, you know, people in their 20s and their 30s, it's just not too known about. And I just basically want to raise awareness for this and bring it up, form people in a way that they're not scared about it and they don't fear it. Instead, they embrace it. And if you do have a positive gene mutation, there's so many positive ways to go about it, basically. It's very important to find this out. So to spread the importance, but also in a positive way. 70% of people are unable to access free bracket testing, uh, which Cancer Research UK came out of that stat. You've highlighted how important it is to get tested. And I urge people listening to speak to any female that they know if they're not female themselves and go and get tested is one of the most important things that a woman, a lady, a girl could do. It's about one in 400 people will carry the BRCA gene. There are other genes out there as well, but BRCA gene is the most highly associated with an increased cancer risk. But even men as well, I want to, you know, it's, it's also equally important because there's the risk of prostate cancer for men to carry that on to their daughters. I mean, my grandpa was a carrier and we didn't know about it because he never, the gene never expresses itself. He never got cancer. So it's just very important for both men and women to be aware of this. Also, this figure of one in 400, I mean, it can be much higher in some communities like those of Jewish heritage. It can be as high as one in 40 people to carry the gene so it is something that's very prevalent just very important i would say to check them at least once a month i definitely check them at least every few days i'm very health conscious really just have a feel of them i mean there's lots of websites out there that you know can really instruct you on how to do this and also screening as well for women over a certain age is really important you know to not miss that yearly mammogram and just really be proactive of it and as you said, same for men as well. Prostate cancer, testicular cancer. Check your balls. Check that they are the same size. Yeah. Check that they both are there even. It's just important to check yourselves and to normalise that conversation about looking at your body and not seeing it as a sexual thing, not seeing it as based on your weight, but actually seeing that have you got a healthy body? Like I said, just being proactive and really just checking because, you know, it takes five minutes out of the day, not even. It's so important. I mean, especially with, you know, recent stories like Chris Hughes' brother really just emphasises that. Jessica Fine there, 21 years old, working for Myo Jeans and just being the bravest girl in the world. I was so lucky to come across Jess because she inspired me so much. She inspired me by seeing the role that she's playing in the world and how she is changing that conversation about a really hard topic. If you think about Jessica being 21 years old, people her age are not thinking about the future. They're not thinking about cancer, the C word. It's an alien word to most people of that age. But Jessica is changing that conversation and inspiring a whole young generation to go and check themselves, to see if they've got that BRCA1 gene, and even if they do, get a double mastectomy. 
The most important thing is someone's health and you can't take that away from anyone. You've been listening to Secure the Insecure of me, Johnny Seifert. If you've liked what you've heard, please do rate the podcast, subscribe to it and give it a follow. And also go on to Instagram. Secure the Insecure podcast is where you can find us. Please do tell me that you're listening. It was such an important episode this week and I really hope you've learned something for it. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.